Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Wild-Smith. Over the next weeks, I will be sharing with you some of my podcasts that have made the list of being the best of conquering the seeds of destruction. Now, whether this is your first time hearing the podcast or you remember it from before, I pray that it will provide help and encouragement to you in your life. Now, today I am going to cover another characteristic that God has displayed. And this attribute is called sacrifice. So let's go ahead and define it. Sacrifice means giving to the Lord whatever he requires of our time, our earthly possessions, and our energies to further his work. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. And this is coming from the NIV version. And it says, And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. And again, that's Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. As you can see from this scripture, God wants you to make sacrifices in doing good and in sharing. There are times when people think about making sacrifices on maybe purchasing material things or maybe on just taking some trips. Although it is good to make sacrifices on things that pertain to you, God is looking at how you choose to do good things with others. He wants you to deprive yourself of things while being more conscious of doing things that will help the need of others. This is the type of sacrifice that God is wanting his people to be a part of. Now, unfortunately, I do not know if most people are looking at making a sacrifice for the sake of others' benefits on a consistent basis. God wants you to make sure that you are doing what he does and being an example of who he is. He sent his only son, Jesus, to pay the price for all of mankind's sins, thus making him the ultimate sacrifice for mankind. There has never been a greater love that has been demonstrated than what Jesus has done on the cross. He paid a severe price just so that mankind could be restored back to a right relationship with God and to be free from the eternal bondage of sin and its consequences. Now, 1 John chapter 2, verses 1-2, through 2, and this is from the New Living Translation version, says, My dear children, I write this to you so that you will not sin. But if anybody does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the sins of the whole world. And again, that's 1 John chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. Because Jesus paid the price for our sins and he has given us access again to the Father, once we have repented of our sins and accept him as our Lord and Savior, it becomes very important to follow him and do the things that he asks of us. 
To be able to die for you is a tall order to fill. But Jesus did it. And he did it with the love in his heart for all people. He didn't do it just for his family and friends. I mean, just think about it. He did it for people who were strangers to him. People who were attacking him and trying to kill him. And people who were even his enemies. Now, could you do it? Could you have that type of compassion, love, and just sacrifice for others? Now, most people say that they could or would be willing to take a bullet for maybe a close family member and maybe even for some of their close friends. However, to make a conscious sacrifice for people who are considered your enemies or who are out to kill you is probably too much for anyone else to want to take on to save people's lives. No one would be able to take on the sins of the world but Jesus, and he is our mediator that we go to in order to be redeemed. Now, first Timothy chapter 2 verses 5 through 6 says, For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all, which is the testimony given at the proper time. And again, that's first Timothy chapter 2 verses 5 through 6. As you look at the sacrifice that Jesus made, it should guide you to wanting to do whatever is necessary to please him. Each person who accepts Jesus as their Lord and Savior also accepts the responsibilities of being a follower of Jesus. It also means that you will be partakers of his sufferings as well. There will be times that in doing things for the Lord, we will also experience sufferings because Jesus experienced sufferings. We know how the story ends though, so we should also remain excited because of his victory. When you think of making a sacrifice in something, what comes to your mind? How did the sacrifice affect you? Were you glad about the outcome of it? Or would you do it again if you had to? Of course, Many people make sacrifices in so many different ways, and each one has its own story with its own situations and challenges. Depending on the nature of it, some people feel that it has made them a different person for the better. Now, you sometimes hear these types of stories when someone has sacrificed their time and money, maybe to help a family who is in desperate need and they have nowhere to go. Because you stepped in to help them, you have now given them hope and encouragement to keep striving to live another day. Now, there are also those stories that you hear about that causes more challenges to happen because they were only making sacrifices to benefit themselves and not others. Whether they invested in things or they took advantages of some situations and didn't care of how it would affect others, those type of sacrifices that people make to benefit themselves will only be short-lived. Now, they may get some benefit in the beginning, but at some point, things will start to turn in a different direction with them. 
God does not want your sacrifice to be selfish in nature. As you may remember from the definition at the beginning, he wants you to do good and to share with others. Now, on a scale of one to five, with five being the highest, how are you doing with your sacrifices? Are you able to help others along the way? Hopefully and prayerfully you are. If you haven't had an opportunity to make a sacrifice, it is never too late to start. As God continues to guide, shape, and mold you into his image, you will see that he will bring others into your life so that you can show how you would handle the art of sacrificing. Whether it is you demonstrating it with other people in their situations, or it is you demonstrating it in your own situations, you will be put to the test to see if you are willing to give up some of the things of the world. You will then have to make a decision as to how you will handle the situation. Will you cancel your plans that you already had scheduled or will you commit your time and effort into something else that God tells you to do? Will you give away some of your material wealth to help someone else in need? Regardless of how the test will come, you will have to make a decision on which way you will go or how you will choose to handle it. If God is shaping you to do more things into the way that he wants them to be done, you will start to see more of the things of this world starting to change in your life. Probably depending on what it is and how it may have a hold on you. Now, I'm not saying that the things of this world are all bad. I am just saying that if they have consumed you in a way that it caused you to be selfish and not care about the needs of others, you may find yourself being humbled by God to learn what it is like to make sacrifices. Now, on a different note, how do you make sacrifices when it comes to your body? Are you able to discipline yourself of what you put into your body? Are you keeping your body healthy and strong? In today's times, there is an overwhelming amount of information that comes to you about how to lose weight, how to strengthen your skin, how to get rid of wrinkles and spots and etc. And how to increase your energy and your metabolism and you know, the list just goes on and on and on. I would like to think that there is more information about improving your spiritual health than your physical health. But unfortunately, I just don't believe that is true. It is important to take care of the physical body. It is necessary to keep it strong and functional because we only get one physical body to work with while we are here on this earth. However, it is just as important, if not the most important, to take care of your spiritual health. You need to have it strong so that you can guide your mental and physical health in the right direction. As I have shared in the past, you are a spiritual being that has a soul that puts on flesh, and it is your spirit that has a resting place, either in heaven or hell. You must be able to spend the necessary time in making sure that your spirit is being nurtured and developed and matured. 
If you don't, then you find yourself not knowing how to handle the stresses of the world. And you will start grabbing at straws just to provide yourself with the comfort that you desire. Therefore, it becomes important to make sure that you are taking care of your spiritual health and God wants you to offer your bodies up as a living sacrifice. Now, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2 in the NIV version says, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And again, that's Romans chapter 12, verses 1 through 2. Now, if you are submissive to God's will and you continue to deny yourself of the things that can cause destruction to you, then you will be able to live in a way that is pleasing to God. He will guide you into doing his will. The sacrifices that you make for him will be worth the effort and he will reward you for your obedience. Yes, he wants you to make the sacrifice for him, but he prefers your obedience over that. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22 says, But Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. And again, that's 1 Samuel chapter 15, verse 22. God wants you to obey him more than to make sacrifices, but he does want you to sacrifice when it comes to helping and sharing with others. As long as your focus is on God, he will be very well pleased with your sacrifices. Now, in closing, I am so humbled to see what God will continue to do with the Conquering the Seeds of Destruction mission. I hope that you will stay connected with me through my website or email me at conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. I really appreciate any support, prayers, and feedback that you are willing to provide. And I will keep all of you lifted in prayer as well. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email destruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at destruction.com. That's destruction.com.